0: Doctor, doctor, give me the news. Am I sick? Am I injured? What should I do about it? And do you go to the doctor, a medical professional, some kind of allied health professional if you are sick or injured? And if you do, uh, what information are you getting? And are there other ways to get healthy, fit, and strong to recover from injury, to recover from disease, or to prevent disease and injury? And they're the questions that I've been asking all of my life. Two reasons. I want to be a healthy, fit, strong human being all of my life. How about you? Don't like going to the doctor. Don't want to go to the hospital. Uh, Don't want to be sick. Don't want to be diseased. So I'm all about prevention. (laughs) How about you? So my life has been dedicated to how do I stay out of the doctor's office? How do I stay out of hospital? It's been working pretty well for me because I haven't been to the doctor for a very long time. And I've certainly never been to hospital. But the people that have... Uh, that have to go to the doctor, have to go to the hospital, Uh, there's always information that you you are given. And my question is always, have you got a second opinion, third, fourth, fifth opinion? Because is it possible that doctors and medical professionals and professors and scientists disagree? And the reason I ask that is, if you are told a certain thing about your human body, wouldn't it be nice to know uh, if there was other options? And the really interesting thing, or the option that is often not given, and I find this to be very interesting, is number one, prevention. And number two, what happens if the human body is healthy, fit and strong? Now healthy means, it could mean disease free and not sick. But I would like to think that healthy is a lot more than that. That every part of your body is working effectively to look after you, which means your central nervous system, your endocrine hormonal system, that's the one that keeps you thriving, not just surviving your skeletal and muscular system, your muscles and bones, your heart and lungs, your digestive system, your immune system, all of those amazing things that make us feel good, how do we make sure that if they're, well, if they're healthy, fit and strong, will we be working better? Will every part of our body be working better? Are we more likely to prevent disease? And if we are sick or if we have a disease or if we have been diagnosed with something, could we get rid of that thing without having to take pharmaceuticals, or go to the hospital, have surgery. Now, there are some amazing pharmaceuticals, there are amazing surgeons, and there are people, medical professionals, who do absolutely phenomenal things with the human body. And I love that 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 option is available to us. But here's one of my personal wishes, and of course it's just a personal thing, but I would love those experts, those very intelligent, smart, wise, focused medical professionals. To be able to invest their time in the diseases, in the injuries, in the illnesses that we have no control over. Wouldn't it be nice if, for example, and this is just a simple example, we have type 1 diabetes which has no cure. We don't know what causes it really and we don't know how to get rid of it. Type 2 diabetes, on the other hand, is completely preventable and curable, but most endocrinologists focus and have to focus on type 2 diabetes, type 2 diabetes, because most people that have diabetes, it's type 2. So they spend very little time being able to find a cure for type 1, which is we don't have a cure for. So I would love the things that we have in our control, the things that we can prevent, and or cure quickly if we get them because we're fit and strong wouldn't it be nice that as a human we don't waste the doctor's time we don't waste the specialist time we don't waste the surgeon's time we don't waste the scientist's time on our thing that is preventable and or curable we we deal with that ourselves rather than having to go there and waste time money energy when they could be focused on something that is out of our control because there are a lot of diseases particularly the ones that and it makes me it breaks my heart when a child gets a disease that nobody understands, nobody knows about why is that child sick we just don't know. There are so many diseases we know exactly why we get them we know exactly how to prevent them and exactly how to cure them and or get rid of them. But as humans, we choose not to. And I know that as a human being, you can choose to do whatever you want. And if you don't want to be fit and strong, and you're going to get sick, because you probably will if you're not fit and strong, then you will end up at the doctor's or you will end up in hospital. And of course, that's a human choice. But there are some consequences to that. We have very expensive medical care, very expensive medical insurance, very expensive taxes, because the government has to pay for all of that. And the government is just a, an outlet for our money so i don't I don't want to be a drain on society, so I'm very aware that me as a human being and particularly as an old lady, I don't want to end up in a doctor's hospital or in the a doctor's hospital, in the doctor's office or in the hospital because I've because of the things that I have control over. So let's look at some of the big killer diseases very quickly and it's very simple. Type two diabetes is arguably one of the biggest killers in the world. It could be called cardiovascular disease because anything to do with your hoses, as I call it, where you can't get blood flow, oxygen supply, and nutrient supply to certain parts of your body. So type 2 diabetes is the biggest cause of blindness. It's the biggest cause of erectile dysfunction. It's the biggest cause of renal failure, kidney failure. It's now one of the biggest causes of death. But type 2 diabetes means that your insulin is not working and if you're healthy, fit and strong and you are uh, getting puffed on a regular basis and you keep your blood sugar levels at a healthy level, then you're not going to get type 2 diabetes. So we can prevent that horrible disease and cardiovascular disease, yes, is labeled as type 2 diabetes, but cardiovascular disease is also heart disease because if you can't get oxygen supply and blood supply to your heart, you're going to have a heart attack. Big challenge. Uh, You could go a step further and say, what about things like Alzheimer's and dementia? If you're not getting regular nutrient supply, blood supply, and a, a good circulation to your brain, and all of your organs for that matter, is it possible that you'll end up with those horrible diseases? And even more than that, if you're really fit and if you're really strong, and you're constantly keeping your serotonin levels, your dopamine levels, your uh, brain drive neurotrophic factor levels, which is fertiliser for your brain, if you're keeping those at a very healthy level, then it's very unlikely that you'll have those horrible brain diseases that old people usually get, like Alzheimer's and dementia. But what about one of the biggest killers in the world right now, which is depression, anxiety, mental health challenges? Uh, even if you're not dead, It's awful to have a mental health challenge, to to not be happy, to be depressed, to be anxious, all those horrible things that happen to the brain. But is it possible that a lot of those could be prevented and or gotten rid of if you have a healthy brain? And how do you get a healthy brain? You've got to fill it up with dopamine, serotonin, brain-derived neurotropic factor, endorphins, the neurotransmitters that keep your brain healthy and happy, and of course, that happens when you get puffed, when you lift heavy, and when you've got a body that's healthy, fit, and strong. And particularly the central nervous system, that obviously starts in your brain, and your endocrine system, which is your hormones, that also starts in your brain, which is the messages that get sent to all the parts of your body to say, have a drink if you're thirsty, eat food if you're hungry, stop eating if you're full. And that's one of the big challenges, of course, with cardiovascular disease with type 2 diabetes is that people just keep eating and eating. They don't feel full because their endocrine system is busted and broken because they're unhealthy. So their insulin levels uh, are abnormal. Their blood sugar levels get too high because the sugar can't get out of their bloodstream to get into into the brain and into the muscles where it belongs. So we end up with this horrible disease. But that endocrine system, your hormones are designed to keep you healthy, to keep you fit and to keep you strong. We have a horrible disease called osteoporosis, which is bone thinning disease. It used to be called an old people's, old person's disease, particularly old women's disease, because women uh, historically didn't lift heavy things. And I'll, I'll rephrase that, not too far into the back history, because obviously a an active woman, a farmer, a rural woman, a woman that's lifting children uh, has strong bones, and, or must, strong muscles pulling on strong, making bones strong. But because we've become inactive, we now have not just women with osteoporosis, we have men with osteoporosis, when we have teenagers with osteoporosis because we have people who are inactive. If you sit on your backside and you don't have strong muscles pulling on strong bones, you end up with osteoporosis. And we've now got teenagers with bone thinning disease because they're inactive. Now, the, the step further to that, when you talk about illness and disease, you have to talk about the immune system. And the immune system is built inside our bones. So if you've got weak muscles that are not making your bones strong, you're going to have weak bones, which means you've got a weak immune system, which means your ability to fight germs, bugs, viruses, and diseases, the the, the thing that keeps you safe, it's your attack system to all of those horrible things, that gets broken down, busted, and weak, because you've got broken, busted, weak endocrine system, skeletal system, muscular system. So I don't want to. I, I'm very careful because it's a very politically incorrect topic. But if you talk to the top medical professionals in the world, and I do, and they share with me passionately, Rowie, about 80% of the diseases that are killing the world today, 80% of the reason that people go to the doctors, 80% of reason that people end up in an emergency department or in the hospital, is purely preventable. Obesity, coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, depression are all preventable and curable if you're fit and strong. If you have a healthy brain and a healthy body, those things, Even and even if you get a horrible, you pick up a horrible germ, for example, you go to a, a strange country and pick up a weird, weird bug disease germ, your immune system can fight it. But if you're weak and if you're frail and if your immune system's busted and broken because you're not healthy then you will get sick from those things. You'll have more accidents, more falls. uh, You'll bang into more things. So there's more broken bones, more strained muscles. All of that happens from a body that's weak, that's frail, and it's unhealthy. So, of course, as a human, you can do whatever you want to do. That's a choice. There's two reasons that I'm so passionate about being healthy, being fit and being strong. Number one is I don't want to be a drain on society. I don't want to waste people's taxpayers' money for me going to the doctor or me having to go to the hospital. I just don't want to do that. I don't want to have expensive medical insurance because there are so many sick frail, weak people in the world. And I wish I wish I could change that, but again, I can't change humans. But I can choose as a human to be healthy, to be fit and to be strong. But I do that predominantly for our kids. I'm always going to be fit, strong and healthy and I'm going to be that way for the rest of my life and I always have been. But I don't want our kids to grow up with coronary heart disease, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, depression, to be obese, to, to think that it's normal to live a life for about... 20, 30, 40 years at the most as a healthy human being, and then you have to go downhill and get old. I'm so excited to invest time with people who are 80, 90, 100 plus, who are still skiing, they're still hiking, they're still biking, they're still climbing mountains, they're still riding horses, they're still living a life. I think if you're going to live, why not live life to the max? And how can you do that? if you're weak and frail, unfit and unhealthy. And I want our kids to see, I want to be the living example for our kids. When I go and teach at k mans martial arts school, uh, we have a tiny dragons class and a little dragons class. So we have children as young as four and five, the dra- little dragons go up to 12, I want to be fitter and stronger than those kids because I want them to see that it's possible to be an old lady, older than their parents and older than often often their grandparents and be the living example of a healthy, fit, strong human being. Now that's my choice and you get to make the choice. But if you want to stay out of the doctor's office, if you want to stay out of the hospital, if you want to save money on all sorts of horrible medical challenges, why not become the healthiest you can be, the fittest you can be, and the strongest you can be? And the beautiful thing is when you're really fit and really strong, you're very likely to be healthy. So strong central nervous system, the firing mechanism, the electrical impulse system in the body. Strong hormonal system, which is, again, the the transmitting messages to say, eat when you're hungry, stop eating when you're full, drink when you're thirsty, go to sleep when you're tired. Uh, make sure that your body's doing all the things that it needs to do to be a healthy, fit, strong body. That's your endocrine hormonal system. Then what about your skeletal and muscular system? Should they be strong? Your heart and lungs, cardiovascular, respiratory system, what if they're fit and strong? Now we get circulation, blood supply, oxygen supply, nutrient supply throughout the whole body more effectively. Immune systems built inside your bones. Your digestive system, there's so many people who have got gut challenges they can't go to the bathroom they just feel sick and bloated all the time and that's because the the time it takes for food to go from the top of the digestive system to the bottom from their ass from their mouth to their ass that system's too slow so the toxins stay inside their body shit literally stays inside their body and causes all sorts of challenges If you are flushing your body out with with water on a regular basis, so you're peeing long, clear wee's, and if you're going to do number twos once, twice a day and it's sliding out easily, I love saying that, then you're less likely to have shit in your body, literally. So the toxins don't stay in, they get out. That's called a fit, strong, healthy body that works effectively. I want one of those. I'm going to keep doing that for the rest of my life. I always have. I'm going to live the example for our kids so that they can see that it's possible. But I'm just one person out of seven plus billion. What about you? Are you going to be a healthy, strong human being so that you never have to say, Doctor, doctor, tell me the truth. Am I sick and injured? Just say, no, I'm not going to the bloody doctor. Woohoo!